Well, good morning. It's good to see you. I know we've got uh, several folks who are gone on vacations in between. Some are getting ready to go. Uh, we're going to be leaving um, Wednesday, and we'll be heading down to Florida to see uh, the other grandparents and spending some time with them, as they always look forward to, and we do too, because who doesn't like to have a built-in resort in their family? So uh, go down there, and we've got a place to stay, and we get to enjoy Florida. And I never thought I would say I'm almost not looking forward to leaving uh, the beautiful weather in Arkansas to go down to the muggy weather of Florida. But uh, this year is a, is a weird year for weather, but we'll take it here for sure. And so uh, we're good to see you guys, and some of you have uh, been with us before. Some of you are family who have moved away and have come back uh, during uh, this period of time, and so we're always glad to see you and, and see your guests uh, that you have with you. And so as Steve mentioned, we are in Ephesians, been in Ephesians for a while, and we are getting close to the end of it. And so uh, we're, we're in chapter 6 today. But uh, I was thinking about, you know, as, as, as I put this series together, you know, I kind of framed it under, uh, under new management. Because that's really what, when we are in Christ, we are under new management. You know, before Christ, we were trying to manage our own lives. Uh, we were trying to decide for ourselves what was best and what we should do uh, and how to kind of uh, channel our way through this world. But under Christ, we let Him manage us. We follow His lead and he becomes the guide for our life. His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. And so we're under this new management. And anytime you see a sign under new management, it, it brings a lot of, of thoughts to our mind. You know, you, you can create a lot of buzz around town by doing certain things. You can build a Dairy Queen where there never was one. You can tear down a, a landmark bridge and, and rebuild it, refurbish it, and people will talk about that. You can even um, you know, close down a shopping center uh, that people have been used to going to, and, and you'll hear about it. People will be talking about it. And so when you see a sign under new management, it makes you think certain things. You begin to render certain judgments about that establishment. If you weren't familiar with the place, you may be thinking, well, it's probably running down. Whoever was there before and running things probably ran it into the ground, so they had to come in and you know, clean it out. I'm sure it's going to be better now. If it was some place that you frequented, uh, that you enjoyed going to, you may be worried. Hey, it's not going to be like it used to be. You know, Western Sizzlin is different than Barn Hills. No matter what the building looks like, it's different, isn't it? Some of you that go there on a regular basis. And so you may be worried about it's, it's, it's going to be different. They hired new management to change some things, and maybe what's changed about it is not what I'm going to enjoy. And so instead of making the place better, maybe it won't be better for me. And so a change in management probably means what you loved about that place is not going to be the way it used to be. Different servers, different decorations, maybe even different food, different menus that are out there. And so everything familiar and comfortable about that is going to be changed. And while it may ultimately be a change for the better, in the, in the short term, the idea of change is not always welcome, is it? No matter what part of life we're, we're thinking about. But once there is a change in management, things will not be like they used to be. In fact, they cannot be the way they used to be, when you have changed management. And so this is a thread we've been following through this study here, this woven through this letter that we know as Ephesians. And while there's no specific problem that Paul mentions in this letter, like you would find in you know, Corinthians where he just, you know, 1A, B, C, D, E, goes down a list of all these problems, these things that were going on that he was having to try to sort out, and correct. You don't find that in Ephesians. It's, it's more broad. And so while there's no specific problem, it's clear that Paul is re-emphasizing 
something about our life in Christ, this new management that we are living under, how God has placed us in Christ, in Christ because of His immense love for us. And Paul calls this grace. He refers to it as grace and how we stand...